today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. All right, with a vote of 10 to 5, the environmental assessment for the LRT project lives on. We should have a huge round of applause at this point. Uh, uh, oh, we have some clips. Let's listen to uh, first uh, Councillor Terry Whitehead on his thoughts. We are sending a very powerful message, and that is that this transit system we are building is for everybody, and everyone will have the benefit, and that is important to me. And, of course, Councillor Donna Skelly. I believe that if we support the route that is presented, we will be making a very big permanent and costly mistake. And of course, Councillor Doug Conley. I think there's going to be a massive dis- um, disruption to King Street and throughout the downtown for three or four years. I think we're going to discourage people from coming downtown. All right, uh, still lots of divisiveness, but that being said, certainly enough to shove it, uh, I'd say, a ways over the edge with a 10-to-5 vote. To talk more about all of this, Mayor for the City of Hamilton, Fred Eisenberger, he is with us now. Hello, Mayor Fred, how are you today? I am good, Scott. Uh, so you must be very happy today. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm very happy. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad that the community is uh, going to move forward on this. Uh, this is a, a significant investment in our community. And, you know, I know that there are still some detractors, but I hope that uh, as of yesterday's vote, we can get on with getting on. And you know what? We can, uh, we can try and tear it all apart or we can get on with building something that's going to have long, long-lasting benefits for, uh, for our community. You know, some of the some of the bars that people threw on on the uh, the table was uh, let's make sure it's local employment. It, that has always been the case. You know, when Kitchener Waterloo, the Leuna members that uh, many of them are here in Hamilton, actually built the uh, the uh, Kitchener Waterloo uh, Ion uh, Transit system there. Uh, it's all about fair wages and making sure that uh, that uh, we have our fair wage schedule here and that proper wages are paid to the 3,000-plus employees that are going to be here in Hamilton uh, getting benefit from the jobs. And then uh, we've already gone through an exercise uh, through the lower city with an interim control bylaw, which basically freezes out the planning issues for uh, a year or a little bit more so that we can plan properly to maximize the uh, benefit. And again, example in uh, Kitchener-Waterloo, is uh, around these station stops that they've already built and defined, they've already had $1.8 billion of uh, assessment growth as a result of their uh, LRT construction. So uh, we're, on a, we're on a good path here. There is maximum benefit, and I would fully agree with Councillor Whitehead, who says that uh, this is going to be a benefit for everybody everywhere. We're expanding the entire system, not just down in the lower city. And uh, yesterday, we approved $72 million, a partnership fund with the federal government and ourselves to add additional stops, buses, and, uh, and predictability and frequency on the entire transit system. So we're moving ahead, and uh, I'm, I'm happy that, uh, that uh, many have said uh, we're going to, you know, once we've decided, then we're going to get on, on track and uh, get behind this thing and be critical of, uh, you know, the issues that we need to concern ourselves with, which is cost and uh, making sure that uh, this is done sustainably and cost-effectively, as we always do. But uh, but uh, let's get on with 
realizing this opportunity that the province has given us. It's amazing how the direction of the wind has changed here. Uh, there lots of uh, chatter in the past about how uh, once council decides on something, whether you're for or against it, once everybody uh, you know has the vote and decides either way, it's time for all to work together and try to make the best out of it. Uh, lots complained that that wasn't happening here. Do you feel that we've sort of uh, solved that problem or certainly uh, uh, cleared a big hurdle here, Mayor, in regard to the cohesiveness of council and getting them all on board and rowing in the same direction? Well, I'm, I'm hoping so. And, uh, you know, time will tell. But if I, you know, I, uh, I, I took a lot of stock in what Councillor Collins had to say, what Councillor Colney had to say about even though they're not, uh, you know, they're not 100% supportive of this and they worry about uh, some of the issues, and I, I think we can get past those issues, but notwithstanding, that once uh, we decide they're prepared to, uh, to get on board and make it the, the best possible project that uh, it can be. And so uh, that's a positive attitude, and, uh, you know, that's the tradition here is, uh, you know, we can, we, can, we can beat these things to, to, to a pulp to, to a point where, uh, you know, nobody sees value anymore, or we can get on board and demonstrate the, uh, the the real benefits that are going to come to this community as a result of this investment. And there, there are numerous ones. Uh, they're not small, they're significant, they're long-lasting, and it really is a city-building opportunity. So if I take the councillors at their word, most of them, then uh, I suspect that, uh, you know, a 10-5 vote really does, you know, bode well for people getting on board, uh, staying with the program, being critical of, uh, you know, some of the issues that we need to keep our eye on, but uh, generally saying we're going to get this done. Um, where is the extra money coming from for the extension back out to Eastgate Square? Obviously, the spur line was the reason that that was scrapped in the first place uh, to allow mm. the connectivity to go. Now, uh, Metrolinx has decided BRT will work best in that in that area. Uh, the money from the spur line was then uh, proposed to have a, a BRT A line and working on that. Uh, where does the money come from the extension? And, and, and a follow-up to that would be, are you worried that that extension out to Eastgate now will nip into the money for the BRT up the mountain A-line? Well, and then and the reality is that uh, the BRT A-line, as, it, uh, as it's uh, defined, is, uh, is, is going to be sacrificed to, uh, to get to Eastgate. And I think that was, uh, yeah. that was certainly the message coming through here, is uh, they're, they're going to leave behind some study money for the next phase down the road. But uh, we are saying uh, now that uh, it's preferable that uh, Eastgate become the destination on the B-line all the way to McMaster. But that fulfills the the original plan, and that we uh, we do some study on the A line, but not leave money behind to actually implement. And so uh, it'll be phase two down the road. Uh, that doesn't mean we're going to ignore uh, the A line from a from a transit perspective, because we're already making investments that are expanding and, and increasing frequency from the waterfront to the airport, and we do have a a service that runs there. It's just not full time. And I have no reason to believe that, uh, that we can't enhance that going forward based on the investments that we're already making. So, uh, so, so truthfully, we're, we're sacrificing the, uh, the BRT A-line that was you know, announced a couple of months ago as an alternative. Didn't meet with a lot of favor for uh, members of council and certainly got a you know, pretty rough rub in the community as a whole. And I think 
most people would say that getting at the East Gate is probably the better destination uh, for the B-Line as it sits today. Uh, I, I, I can certainly understand that wholeheartedly, but are you surprised that uh, mountain residents, councillors who you know have often said this isn't going to affect us, uh, now voted to extend this as opposed to taking more transit up to their, to, to their neck well, of the woods? Well, we are, but we are taking more transit up to there. And, uh, you know, the $72 million that I mentioned earlier, a lot of it is actually geared towards enhanced north-south uh, uh, volume and frequency. And uh, the past two years, we've, uh, we've added about 25 additional buses and, uh, and, and many drivers to increase frequency north-south predominantly. And so uh, those investments are going to continue. Uh, we have a 10-year plan, and uh, part of that plan has been slightly delayed because we couldn't get the PTIP funding announcement soon enough to actually deliver the amount of buses it would require for us to up the budget to uh, pay for the drivers that would be uh, needed for that. So we delayed it uh, a year for that reason because we didn't have to tax for things that we weren't going to have to utilize in this current year. So uh, the investments are being made, and I think we can certainly assure people on the mountain that uh, they're not out of this loop at all. This is expansion of the transit service everywhere. Uh, but it also, uh, you know, we're, we're not, as we talk about transit, people always worry, well, are you forgetting, forgetting about roads? Are you forgetting about repairs and sidewalks and all the other things that need to happen? Clearly not. We're spending this year, out of this year's budget, about $100 million on roads and sidewalk and uh, sewer repairs. So none of that's to be forgotten, but uh, transit investment, because of the billion-dollar uh, enhancement that we're getting from the province, is... Uh, currently front and center so we can get on with uh, finalizing that and then maintain our momentum and all the other projects that we've got going that, that's going to add benefit to our community. So what's next uh, as far as the timeline and is there still another crucial vote that we're where we may end up where we are or where we were uh, just yesterday? Yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping that doesn't happen uh, but there is another vote on the operating and management agreement and uh, you know we do know that we have an order of magnitude so some folks have suggested that we have no idea what the operating and management uh, is going to look like that that isn't true uh, you know the outside limit is uh, 11 million dollars but that is offset by uh, fair revenues and uh, and uh, assessment growth so uh, you know not unlike the expressway where you put we, we pay currently $7 million to finance and operate the expressway that was built uh, 10 years ago. Uh, and we get $14 million back because of the new assessment growth that came as a result of the, uh, the development of the expressway. So a dollar in and $2 back, there's no reason to believe that that isn't going to happen with the development that comes with uh, LRT in our, in our lower city. And so uh, the crucial vote that you're talking about probably happens sometime in June of next year. Uh, right now it's... Uh, Request, request for qualifications is out, which we basically means uh, potential bidders can uh, put in their notification of qualifications that uh, they're able to uh, pull together a, a project of this size and scope and scale, and then, uh, and then we'll head to RFPs. And the RFPs will be the telling moment when we define uh, you know, what's in the budget and what isn't in the budget. How significant was yesterday as far as bringing the city together on this and moving forward? Well, I, I think it was a huge step, and I, you know, I quite quite understand. Uh, given, in my view, a lot of misinformation that's been thrown out there, and a lot of consternation that's been created, that people are, are I have some worries, and I, I, you know, I fully understand that. But, you know, I can assure people that, uh, you know, the folks that have been supporting this on council, 
all have had a critical eye to the costing issues and, and also a critical eye to the benefit issues. And in my view and in their view, and I think uh, you'll, people will understand that overall, the benefits far outweigh any, any costs that come to it. I can't answer the issue of, you know, well, it's a billion dollars and uh, why is the province spending a billion dollars? Well, you know what, uh, my role and responsibility uh, as, uh, as mayor and council is to make sure that we get our fair share of the available transit and, and or, or road repair dollars that are out there. Um, I, I, the, the province and the federal government have both identified public transportation as a significant uh, opportunity across the country and in Ontario. <clears throat> I think we ought to align ourselves with that and take advantage of the opportunities and at the same time keep a, a very watchful eye on other opportunities to, uh, to fix our roads and repair our sewers. And as I said, we're, this year we're spending $100 million. So I think we've taken a giant step forward. Uh, I believe that uh, that uh, the community at large will come around. Uh, these major projects are complicated. They're difficult. Uh, they're, uh, for the, the layperson, probably hard to understand based on the bits and pieces that they get through the media and otherwise. Our job now is to uh, get the, the public at large as, as informed as we can, letting them know the benefits and the and the, and the uh the risks and uh, and the overall objective of uh, making this a beneficial investment in the city. With a vote of 10 to 5, the environmental assessment for LRT at Council has moved on. Uh, with us, Mayor for the City of Hamilton, Fred Eisenberger. Mr. Mayor, great job. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Scott. Enjoy your day. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.